0: Well, Merry Christmas. Uh, so fun to see everybody here today. And um, I want to read you a story. It's a good one. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. And this was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. Would you join me in a prayer? Heavenly Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Amen. Anybody heard that story before? Where did you hear it? Uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, Linus. Uh, maybe church this past Sunday for some of you. Um, maybe you've read it. Maybe you're like our house. When I was growing up, we had to delay opening the Christmas presents until two things had happened. Our rooms were cleaned and we had to read this. And I didn't like that much because I was ready to get into the presents. You know, when you're eight, nine, ten years old, you're not terribly interested in, in this thing. In fact, sometimes when you're 28 years old, 38 years old, 48 years old, you're not terribly interested in this thing. But I want to hopefully interest you in this story. It's a story we hear a lot. It's a story every Christmas season. It's rolled out for us. And thanks to Francis of Assisi, who created the first nativity in 1223 A.D., we've seen the pictures, right? We've seen it. We know what this looks like, or at least we have a picture in our mind of what this looks like. And when we look at those nativities, they're not terribly dangerous, are they? I mean, if you're a kid, they're a little dangerous because you can break it and then mom will be all over you. That's dangerous. But the scene itself. Mary, Joseph, shepherds, a bunch of barnyard animals, animals. Jesus, and for good measure, some wise guys who showed up. When we see that, it doesn't appear too dangerous. But I want, to, I want to suggest that this is the most dangerous story in the world. And you may not have ever thought of it as that. If you remember that Isaiah passage, Isaiah chapter 9, that was read to us. For unto us a child is born. According us, a savior is given. The government will be on his shoulders. Anybody really pleased with how the government's doing things lately? It's kind of dark out there. You might need to really hold your hands up. Anybody? No? Nobody? Huh. Maybe you need to run for office or something. Anyways, uh, this is a dangerous passage because it tells us about this baby And this baby is Messiah. That's an old Hebrew word that uh, we just think is an interesting word. We sometimes don't stop and really understand it. It means that he is the anointed one. It means that Jesus is the king. And one of his titles is king of kings. That's a dangerous title to claim. It's dangerous for kings who aren't him. It's dangerous for any politician who we attach our hopes or our desires for setting the world to right. It's dangerous for anyone who would seek to bring justice and righteousness into the world. And it's incredibly dangerous for anybody who works injustice and anybody who is unrighteous and anyone who would be living in a way that is contrary to this king's way. This is a dangerous story. And yeah, we like porcelain little baby Jesus. We like the special moments figurines, right? The precious moments figurines that maybe some of you have. But we got to remember that Even though in a moment or two we're going to sing Silent Night, this night probably wasn't terribly silent. Uh, Ladies, you ever give birth before? It's not terribly silent, is it? And those babies, when they first show up, they're not terribly silent. And I've hung out a few barnyards before, and they're not silent. And a a brand new dad who just saw his wife give birth to his firstborn son. He's not terribly silent. And yeah, it's a beautiful song, but it's awfully sentimental. And this is not a sentimental story. This is not a myth. This is not a legend. This is true. It happened. And Jesus Christ God's one and only son. I love how the message puts it in John chapter one. It says, God put on flesh and moved into the neighborhood. And Jesus Christ in this story, in this truth that happened, Jesus Christ entered in the second person of the Trinity, put on flesh and moved into our neighborhood. And the purpose of his move? So we could make barnyard pictures out of it, right? So once a year, we could go spend a lot of money and put ourselves in debt and give presents to our kids, right? So once a year, we could send out Christmas cards and give those away to folks, right? Thank you. (laughs) This is the interactive part, people, right here. (laughs) You got to love kids, man. Jesus came, it tells us in this passage, because for unto us a Savior is born. I don't know about you, but um, one thing that I've known since I was a wee little person is I can't even live up to my expectations for myself. I often fall short of my goals for me. I often fall short of, of my expectations on my behavior and how I'll, how I'll treat my wife how I'll treat my kids. Sometimes I even, you know, fall short of exactly what time of the morning I'm going to get up at. That snooze button invites me. And we often fail to live up to our own expectations. And if it's true that we can't live up to our own expectations, would you imagine that if God had expectations on us, we just might possibly fall short of those? You know, I'm not trying to scare you or anything, but the scriptures tell us that God does have expectations. And it tells us in Romans that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's a theological way of saying we've all fallen short of God's expectations on us, how we should conduct our lives both when other people are watching us and when we are by ourselves. We often don't live up to God's expectations of us. Dare I say, we never live up to God's expectations of us. And because of this, we are guilty. We are lost. We are in darkness. Every single last one of us. And this is why this message is so dangerous. And yet so full of hope. Because Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, moved into the neighborhood as our Savior. If you come to First Christian Church, you I know you've heard me say this before. So let's all say it together. No, I'm just kidding. Jesus came and he lived a perfect life. The life that we were supposed to live, the life we were meant to live, but we are incapable of living, unable to live. We fall short of God's expectations of us. But Jesus came and he lived a perfect, sinless life. He never once had to say, I'm sorry. He never once had to say, "Ooh, that was a bad gift. He never once had to say, oops, I messed up. Never once had to say, please forgive me. And he takes that life, that perfect life, and he offers it to you when he places that life and nails it to an ancient tree, a cross. And on that cross, he stretches out his arms and he says, I live that life for you and I die this death for you. The death that you and I must die. He died in our place. So how do we enact this transaction for ourselves? The scriptures are clear. It's faith. Here's the religious part, right? If you haven't already tuned me out. You know, faith faith is placing your trust in Jesus Christ. Faith is placing your hope in him. Faith is recognizing that there is nothing else in this world that can save you. Your good deeds will never be good enough. Your trying hard will never be good enough. You will never measure up. I mean, remember, we're comparing ourselves to God's expectations for us. The only way that his expectations can be met is in the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus came, he lived, he died, and he rose again. For you and for I. You see, the message of Christmas is that Jesus came to die. His purpose was to live a perfect life, to give it up for us. It's not just about you and I, though. I mean, it's fantastic. And I would say that that is the ultimate part of God's redemptive plan is to save Humanity, to save men and women like you and me, boys and girls, to save us and to bring us to a knowledge of Jesus Christ. But it doesn't end there because Isaiah says that he will come and the government will be on his shoulders. And one day Jesus will return. And he will put all things right. Everything. Everything. We, we just received word right before the service that um, a young boy in our community who had to be flight for life out of town recently, uh, they did some tests and it doesn't look like he has any brain activity. So the parents are having to decide what to do. And this gospel message, this Jesus this baby who was born, who we celebrate this night, he is the hope of the world. And he is powerful enough that one day he will wipe the eyes of a grieving mother and father. And he can even put death that came too soon to right. I'm so glad it's not up to me. And I hope you feel that same way. I hope that this message, that this story relieves you of guilt and of a load of weighted sin. I hope it is a message that brings hope into your life. And I hope, men, that it is a message that calls you to a mission. See, often we think Christmas is for kids and we let the women do their thing. And us men, we kick back and maybe we hang some Christmas lights. After all, it's a story about babies and angels. and Thankfully, that's right at the beginning of Luke's gospel. You see, Jesus tells us that the kingdom is breaking in and you and I can play a part in it. That's what our church, First Christian Church, wants to do in Ray, Colorado. We want to be a movement of people that bring the kingdom of God to bear on the world, starting in Ray. And we believe that Jesus died for everyone, and we believe that if Jesus was in charge of Ray Colorado, which one day he will be, but we want to try to start that now, that everyone would benefit from his rule in Ray. And so even if you don't believe this, you would still benefit from his rule in Ray, And that's what our church hopes and seeks to do. In closing, I want to show you video. I want to show you the power of this ancient story. And I'll just let the video speak for itself. And following the video, we'll close with singing Silent Night.